The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you each and every day. You know, freedom is not free. In reminding you, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Before I get to a world of make-believe and religion in schools, we're going to turn and burn through some calls. I told you I'd let you unburden your soul tonight. I do need to remind everybody, everyone, remember, there are rules on this show. One, that reminded me of it earlier, Mary, who caught herself from cussing. This is now, and it always has been, and it always will be, a family show. I know I'm a little rough around the edges, but this is a show you can listen to with your kids. This is a show parents listen, or parents listen to without their kids. A show parents let their kids listen to without them. Because I don't do anything inappropriate for children on this show. I don't cuss. I don't talk about perverted filth. I, I do not do it. Not because I'm a good person. Because I have sons. And I'm sick of never being able to let them watch or listen to anything without me there. Therefore, that applies to your calls. Even if I was allowed to let you cuss on the air, which I'm not. It's against FCC rules. I wouldn't allow it. Because kids, even little ones, are listening right now. And they don't need to hear that. All right? So that's one. Two, get right to the point. Don't ask me how I am or tell me, tell me how you're doing or the, the no small talk. Right to the point. 
Turn and burn, all right? All right. Mark, Jersey, go, boss. Hey, I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-L, on Google, 100 Soul Away. I can't believe that guy got through again. Uncle Kunkel or whatever it is. <laughs> Wyoming. Uncle, what did I do? All right. Hey, the Noah kid, total base kid. At 12 years old, I know. I'd be his buddy for... <laughs> I know. That, that's just awesome. But number number two, I mean, I think you might need a, a glass stomach to see where you're going if your head's that far up. You know what? When you forget your driver's license, to go pick oh. up your favorite gun. Oh. I mean, no. now, no. I'm no. up here in Wyoming where it's God's country, and I know <laughs> Texas is constitutional carry, too, so you really don't need a carry permit to to go carry in texas or up here in wyoming but if you had your carry permit you could have given that to the dude to get uh, your gun man what all were right you are you re- are you ready hold on are you ready to even yell at me even more here's here's what's nuts i moved to texas before we had constitutional carry and as everyone knows i carry everywhere as i've said unless you see me and unless i've gone through a metal detector i have a gun on me at all times I have my concealed carry. Even though I don't need it, I have it. It was at home, too, because I started leaving it at home after they passed the concealed carry. I have it, and it's sitting at home. Okay? It was a mishap. It's not my You're fault. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. <laughs> I hate you guys. Bob in Connecticut, go. Hey, Jesse. You got to calm down. I had to go take another heart pill. Listen <laughs> to you. Sorry, Bob. But- but anyway, diversity is carrying a Springfield 1911 in a shoulder holster <laughs> and a 9 millimeter on your belt as a backup. But then, now, I got a question for you. The yeah. big guy went to Hawaii. Did he ask to get a four-hour tour, but he didn't want Marianne and Ginger on the boat? He wanted pre-teens? Oh, Bob. Oh, that's just gross. I mean, yeah, he probably did. Don't get me wrong. You're probably right. But still, that's gross, Bob. 877-377-4373. Tony, Tampa, go. Florida's grown at 5.4% GDP, and that's because of Ron DeSantis. If you're growing at 3% GDP, you're killing it. 5.4% GDP is off the hook. And that's because of Ron DeSantis. I like Donald Trump, but his time is coming gone. Let's get some young blood in there and move the ball down the field and take care of business. And that's Ron DeSantis. He can do it for the entire country. Thanks, Jesse. If you're not calling in to campaign for your candidate with that kind of energy, don't call in at all. That's a guy I want on my team. Tony in Tampa can come play for my team all day long. Brody, Atlanta, go. Pepe, I'm thinking about constructing a wiener factory, man. I got a bunch of podcast equipment, and I've got the time to do it. What I need to know from you is, what are my liability limitations? Like, example, if I came out on January 7th and said, that was an inside job, and those buses full of folks that jumped out were Antifa in bicycle helmets and riot shields, and the dudes breaking the windows were definitely BLM, and Ashley Babin got shot by that dude intentionally after John Sullivan pointed it out. Hey, man, her, hit her. Okay, all right. If now I'd, let's, if I'd let's said do that this. The next day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this, Brody. He's thinking about starting a podcast, and I love when I get these calls and emails. Remember, 
I want you to start a podcast, no matter who you are. Don't do that. Well, no, no one cares what I have to say. No, maybe you have something great to say. Maybe you have something to say people care about. Go start it. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there and do it. And, and let me be clear about something else. So just a little little housekeeping item here. You're going to suck at it right off the bat. It's a very abnormal thing to do to sit down behind a microphone and talk to yourself for any length of time. You'll get better as you go. So just stick with it. That's one. Two, what are your protections? What's your liability? Well, here's what you can't do, Brody and anyone else who's thinking about doing this. What you cannot do under any circumstances is encourage people to break the law. Tell people to break the law, encourage people to break the law. I am not under any circumstances, not that I would ever do it anyway. I'm not allowed to sit here and say, hey, go rob a bank tonight. That's illegal. You will be arrested, probably taken off the air. Which brings me to what you can say. This question is a little bit grayer today than it was a couple years ago. What if I wanted to sit down here right now and tell you, hey, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden is actually from the planet Uranus. He's an alien from the planet Uranus and his wife is from Venus and they just got beamed down here last night. Okay, whatever. Say whatever. I ideally and historically should be allowed to say, have an opinion on whatever I want. Ah, the post office across the street, it's actually a secret CIA headquarters where they're torturing puppies. I can say that. I'm allowed to say that. I'm not encouraging anybody to break the law. The reason I say this is a grayer area than it ever was before is actually... It's in, a lo- in large part, it's because of what they've done since January 6th, but it's bigger than that. And I, I've brought this up before, but I want to bring it up again because I want us all to understand this. Not so we can cower in fear, but I want us to be as innocent as doves and as shrewd as snakes, as we're told to do. We're supposed to be aware of what's going on and cunning. And so let's understand this. The American government, the government, not your neighbor, not, not talking about your mayor, the federal government and the institutions of the federal government, from the FBI to the CDC to the NSA to the IRS to the ATF to the DOJ, pick your three-letter agency. The American government thinks you are an enemy of the state who should be arrested for what you believe. You have been made into an enemy of the state. That's not your doing. It's not your fault. They're evil people who did it so they have the freedom to hurt you. I'm not telling you don't start your podcast. I'm not telling you don't have strong opinions. This has nothing to do with actually the podcast portion of that question. I am telling you to move forward in your life, in every aspect of your life, as if the federal government is dying for a reason to lock you up and throw you in a cage. Because they are. The goal, as I've said a thousand times, the goal is to finally, by the letter of the law, make any opposition to them into being a national security threat, an enemy of the state. The goal is to make you an enemy of the state. They have proven this over and over and over and over and over again. So those free speech laws, not quite as black and white as they used to be. All right, I'm going to do some more of these. These has been fun. I'm going to do some more of these. 
I have to do a quick thing about religion in school, and then we'll do some more of these, okay? And we're going to do something else. You see, after the heartbreak of not being able to pick up my gun because of my license, I ran home real quick to grab my license because I thought I might have time, and I didn't end up having time. You know why I didn't have time? It wasn't because of the wife. It wasn't because of the kids. They were wonderful when I got home, but it was because of Fred. Because Fred had apparently had, quote, a tough day, according to them, which means he got brushed. That's, it means he got brushed, which is traumatic for Fred. I have no idea why. And they insisted that I had to comfort Fred when I got home. This is what I go through now with that big, fluffy idiot. But I don't mind. And I hope those days last for a very long time. And that's why I give Fred rough greens. Because Rough Greens is actually giving him real nutrition instead of just crap, which is dog food. There's nothing in it. It's empty calories. I pour Rough Greens on his food, and I know I'm giving Fred life. They're giving out free bags. All you pay for is the shipping. If you go to roughgreens.com slash jesse, you get a free bag there. Or you can call them if you're not an internet person. They're, they're wonderful on the phone. 833-33-MY-DOG. All right? Religion in schools. And then these calls. 877-377-4373. Hang on. He doesn't care if you believe him. But he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email me and should jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Whatever you want, it's all fine and welcome on this show. Let's talk real quickly about one of the greatest tricks the... uh, the communists ever did in this country. Before we get to that, I want to get to this email. Then I'll get back to these calls. Jesse, I just barely survived the hurricane here in San Diego. Two inches of rain and a slight breeze. <laughs> it was a close one, Jesse. It was a total split. Most of my friends thought it was all a bunch of BS fear mongering. And my liberal Aunt Peggy neighbor spent two days prepping her house and waiting in huge lines at Costco. <laughs> a mini sorting. However, Even people I know on the left are starting to say things like, didn't we learn anything from COVID? Trust in institutions is not just eroding on the right. That is the thing, even as liberal Aunt Peggy. That's what I've tried to explain to you about these people. The, The people that we can oftentimes waste time arguing with. You have to determine whether or not you're dealing with somebody who's willing to step out of the world of make-believe they live in because they live in a world entirely of make-believe. None of it's real. They don't know that. Can they be saved? I don't know. I don't know. Now, let's deal with religion in schools. A lot of people, I would argue most people in the United States of America, if you pulled them today, pulled them honestly in a way where they could answer honestly, Most people do not think religion should be taught in public schools, in government schools. I'm not even pointing out communists. I'm saying if you were to just ask the general public, don't ask party affiliation, anything like that. If you were to ask them, hey, do you think they should be teaching the Bible in the local high school? I would bet you it's over 90% would say no. Absolutely not. In fact, I would bet you the majority of Christians would say no. I bet you the majority of Catholics would say no. Mormons, no, absolutely not. No Bible, not in public school. But here's the problem with that way of thinking. One, it's not what the founders wanted at all. Remember, the the Ten Commandments didn't just appear in the courthouses to be torn down in the 60s. 
The founders wanted them everywhere. The founders wanted the states to build churches. But more than anything, the founders understood something. In fact, forget about the founders. We probably even bring them up too much. People, people who understand how the world works understand something. There's no such thing as having no religion in school. There's not. In fact, it's hilarious. We have kids, uh, my kids are in a Christian school, and there are many kids in that school who are not Christians. There are Hindus in there. There are Jews in there. This is a Christian school. They read Bible verses. They, they do others. This is a Christian school. And I was talking to one of the dads, a Jewish guy, and I said, we were just kind of gabbing. We're buddies. And I was talking with them about it. So I was like, tell me, why the Christian school? And he said, well, Jesse, my only options were here or the public school. And then he said something that is so true. It made my heart smile. He said, and I know there's no such thing as, as the lack of a religion in school. He said, my kids are going to get a religion in school. I can't give them Judaism. I don't have that option. I can give them Christianity, which in his mind is half right. Or I can give them atheism, communism, devil worship. And I just want you to understand that makes Normie Norm so uncomfortable when you talk about that. But there is no such thing as a school that's not religious. They're all religious. It's just a matter of what religion they've chosen. I'm looking at a headline right here from New Jersey. New Jersey requires climate change education. And I could read for you this whole boring article. I won't, I won't read any of it. It's several pages long. If you'd like to go read it, it's on NPR. Not that you've ever been there. NPR.org is where you read it. But it's got some eye-popping things about the ages of these children. Young kids, young kids, from high schoolers to elementary school, K through 12. You are required not to just acknowledge it. You must do school projects on it. You see, oh, the Ten Commandments are long gone. Don't get me wrong. But religion didn't go anywhere. We have got to lose this ridiculous idea that there is somehow ever an absence of religion in schools. There's always a religion in schools. Ed, Jersey, go, boss. Yeah, hi. uh, I just wanted to tell you I've lived in Europe in the 80s, and I know communism when I see it. And what they're doing to Trump right now I believe it's only the tip of the iceberg of what they could do to us. So if Trump does not get the nomination, I will vote for Trump if he decides to go as an independent, only to prove a point to send a message to the Republican Party. And I'm not one of the only few uh, Trump fans that are thinking the same way. Thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, look, there's always a few, but that's not going to be the majority. But I support you riding or dying with your guy. It's, uh, my point was... Everyone says this in every primary about every, every time they say it. I've heard it my whole life. Vote for my guy or I'm not voting. Then they all vote. Well, not all of them, but most of them do. That's how it works. And yeah, well, he's right. What's, what's being done to Trump's friggin' horrible. He's got to turn himself into that hag in Fulton County, Fannie Willis, on Thursday, the day after the debates. But, uh, quick programming note. The debates tomorrow night, the GOP debates, one I wouldn't be allowed to carry them live even if I was on at the same time as the debate. So, I mean, to answer all your questions, it's a Fox News production and Fox News is being extremely strict about how much of it 
We can even play the next day. We're allowed to play a total of three minutes of it the next day. So it'll just be a couple little tiny tidbits. I'm going to watch the whole thing, and I'm going to grab the tidbits that stuck out that stuck out to me, but it doesn't come on until after the show's over. The show ends at 9 o'clock Eastern. The debate starts at 9 o'clock Eastern. So if you're looking to tune in to the debate, you're not going to tune in with me. I'm going to go home, sit down with the wife. We've already got plans. We're going to put our feet up. We're going to watch the debate, and I'll take as many notes as I can in between all her talking. You know how it goes. <laughs> Quit. 877-377-4373. We'll get to your calls, but first let's get to your stomach. And no, I'm not talking about that little cupcake you're doing sitting there over your belly button. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging. I got a little extra little cushion for the pushing down here too. I'm talking about starving to death. I'm talking about COVID lockdowns coming back. You remember what they did to us the first time. What do you think round two is going to be like? These people are on a very focused mission of destruction. All we can do is prepare. That's it. Can't suck our thumb, cry about it. None of these things do any good. We have to make preparations. Get an emergency three-month food kit. Everyone in your home needs three months' worth of food. Now, if you already have three months' worth of food, that's fine. That's fine. That's, That's no big deal. But if you don't, and most people do not, get one from My Patriot Supply, especially when they're $200 off. Three-month food kits, $200 off when you go to preparewithjessikelly.com. That's the only place to get that deal. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Three months worth of food. Don't starve to death. We'll be back. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Feels good to rock out with some Phil Collins. That's all I have to say. Feels good to rock out, and I'll get back to these calls. You know what? Let's go ahead and get to some right now. BK, Washington, go. In 1935, CBS Records, or CBS, uh, they did skits before television. And some of those skits were like uh, Dr. Kildare, Nero Wolf, and uh, The Adventures of Philip Marlowe. But uh, one of the skits is I was a communist for the FBI. And uh, Dana Andrews plays Matt Sabetic. Um, it's the actual records and files when Matt Sabetic was the undercover agent for FBI. Now, all the stuff that you talk about in your book and on the radio is come, it's right there. And then these kids come on out of uh, KTW AM 630 at 6.30 on Saturday night. And that there's a, there's a, the man that owns the radio station's name is Tom. Mike and you talk, go. Hey, Mr. Kelly. Uh, I need your help, man. Um, so hopefully you can help me. Uh, and it's a long story, but I'm going to boil it down best I can. I am a e-commerce seller. I sell on Amazon and Walmart, uh, among other places. And over the last year or so, I've noticed a very, very uh, disturbing uh, phenomenon happening where uh, Chinese people are creating Walmart accounts and copying listings from other places. Mike in Mississippi, go. <laughs> I speak Southern, and I don't know what that dude says. But, uh, <laughs> El Jefe, happy Taco Tuesday to you, brother. Congratulations <laughs> on five years of trying to get out one good show. Keep on plugging, <laughs> brother. You know, we can't all be Megan McCain the first time out. But look, <laughs> if they're going to start this stupid shutdown again, ain't no way I'm participating, and you're going to have to do me a favor, brother. You gotta have to let us out of this. Don't do illegal stuff because I gotta have a little extra income on the weekend if they're gonna shut us down. You know what I'm saying? 
No, no, no illegal stuff. Why is everyone in this show, why, why are half the people who listen to this show closet outlaws? No, stop emailing me, asking me permission to run moonshine, to run illegal drugs. One guy emailed in and asked if, he, if I had a moral problem with him selling weed on the side. Do not do anything illegal, please. And I'm only half joking when I say this stuff. Listen to me. These people want to throw you in jail already for what you believe. Don't give them a reason. They're dying to throw you in prison. They can't wait. They think you're an enemy of the state, Mike, already. So keep it legal for Pete's sake. Dan, Pennsylvania, go. Yeah, man. Hey, the lockdowns, it's, it's all a brainwashing thing. Like I just started this job two years ago. And my first question to my boss was, do I have to have the shot? And he said, no. I said, cool, I'll be down for an interview. The second thing, the debate, I'm really looking forward to it. I know what DeSantis is. I know what Trump is. I kind of want to hear what the others have to say. Um, Who's your guy, Dan? I think it'll be interesting. Do you have a guy yet? Who's your guy yet? Who's my guy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I voted for Trump twice. I like DeSantis a lot, but I like Tim Scott. I like Obeek. I think they're both good guys. I kind of want to hear a little bit more from them. Are but, you planning uh, on... No, sorry, Dan, but I'm just, I'm really genuinely curious. Are you planning on waiting until all the debates? Are you going to make your decision after, after tomorrow night's debate? When are you thinking you're going to make your call on who your guy is? I'll make my call whoever the nominee is. So it you're not voting in the primary? Man, yes, I'm voting who? in the primary. Um, I will probably vote for Trump in the primary. But if if it comes down to Asa Hutchinson, which I don't care for a whole lot, I'll vote for him against any Democrat, socialist, communist. By the grace of God, it's not going to be Asa Hutchinson, because I will tell you that would be a very difficult vote for me. I've said I'm going to vote for the Republican in the general, and I intend to. But, man, you want to talk about one that's going to have my finger kind of shaking on the way down to the screen? I'll have to grab my other hand and kind of push my finger down to get Asa Hutchinson in there because, golly, that guy sucks. Almost as bad as ricotta cheese. Chuck in Denver, go. Yeah, ricotta cheese does suck. And if anybody tells you they do like it, hand them a bowl of it and a spoon and see if they actually eat it. If they do, they're probably a communist. Dag the other right, thing. Chuck. Daggone right. I didn't mean to hang up on you, Chuck. He actually had another point to make, and I hung up on him. Sorry, Chuck. Sorry. But we have to get this. I have to get this off my chest. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't want to tell you the other day because it was too emotional for me, and it was, just, it was something I didn't want to bring you. I didn't want to bring you down. Me, Chris, Michael, we decided we were, we were going to try this new cow zone place. This is a local cow zone place. What, Chris? I have to tell him. I have to tell him, okay? The cow's own place, very clearly, because we were ordering it delivery. It's, it, they do pizza, too, so they deliver everything. They very clearly, on their menu, lay out the ingredients of everything. On this pizza, there's pizza sauce, a mozzarella, and pepperoni. And when you get to the cow zones, they were quite clear on the ingredients, quite clear, that your cow zone came with, I believe the one I ordered came with mozzarella, mushrooms, pepperoni, sausage, and jalapenos. That's the one I ordered. Michael ordered a different one than that, and I think Michael and Chris ordered the same one. Whatever it was, I think it was the same one. It doesn't matter. But nowhere, 
Nowhere on the menu was ricotta even mentioned. And our calzones showed up, and they were full of ricotta cheese. Are you kidding me? And then, and then we call the place, and the guy has the gall to say, well... It's just assumed it's going to be on there. Oh, really? Would you assume if I was making you food that I'd poop in it? Because that's the equivalent of putting ricotta cheese in something. Pooping in it. Stop ruining lasagna with ricotta cheese. Stop ruining freaking uh, calzones with ricotta cheese. Ricotta cheese sucks. If I wanted to eat giraffe spittle, I would go to Africa. Ricotta cheese is disgusting, and I can't take it anymore. Sorry. Ryan, Colorado, go. Hey, Jesse. Good to hear you. I love your show. Um, what do you think about ricotta I cheese, Ryan? Say, I know. Um, I don't know. I love it if it's in food, right? My mom is a full-blooded Italian, so. Oh, yeah. You yeah, have no choice. Okay, go it. ahead. Anyways, uh, I would say I noticed like a lot of times you get you, you intro with like different songs. There's a couple of old Metallica songs. I've loved Metallica. They've been my favorite band. I've listened to them like all my life. And there's two songs off the Injustice for All, All album that was released in 1988 that never really, it, they're like anti-government songs. They never really, like, meant anything to me until, like, the last, like, five years or so. They've become really applicable, if you will, with today's society and all this uh, political tension that's what, going on. What are they? But anyways, one of them, one of them is, the song is called Injustice for All, and the other song is uh, I of the Beholder. Injustice for All. And Eye of the Beholder. Chris, why have, never, we, why have we never heard the anti-government songs, Chris? Are you pro-government? I knew Chris was a secret commie. I should have known. Marcus, Colorado, go. Hey, Jesse. Uh, past couple weeks, you know, uh, you've read, uh, read some emails from parents about their anti-communist kids, 15 years old, this and that. Well, my 15-year-old kid just started sophomore high school class last Thursday, I asked him how his first day was. And he said, Dad, I can't stand it. These kids are so woke. Uh, half of them don't even stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh. And I was like, wow, that really, really sucks. Right? So he says, oh. you guys have no love for your country, and you're going nowhere in life. <laughs> What's this so, kid's name, Marcus? His name is Owen. Owen Owen gets the Frito Bandito from me. What a daggone oh. stud. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandito. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 bunch of Fritos. Ah, I'm telling you, there's some anti-commies coming up through the ranks, boy. How about Owen? I love you guys. I love you kids that are out there taking it to them. It's greatness. All right. I've got to take it to you with some headlines I didn't get to. Maybe a couple emails. But first, I've got to take it to you with some preborn. That doesn't make any sense. I was just hoping I would figure out a way to flow that in. But a free ultrasound, Chris, for an, a, a mother who doesn't think she's a mother. Let's put it that way. The women preborn finds, they re, the, the women preborn reaches out to, 
They're in these high abortion areas, and they are women who are trying to have an abortion. They're trying to find one. And preborn makes sure they stumble across them first. And preborn, don't scream at them, don't put them down. They tell them, hey, how about a free ultrasound? It's a free ultrasound. Come on in. When a woman has an ultrasound, there is something from God about it. They hear the heartbeat. They choose life. It's almost every time. You realize that? When I tell you your $28 saves a life, I don't mean it's a, well, 50-50. Hopefully this works out. Even if it was 50-50, that'd be worth it, right? The vast majority of the time, they just choose life. All you have to do is go to preborn.com slash jesse, 28 bucks. Preborn.com slash jesse, sponsored by Preborn. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of The Jesse Kelly Show. Email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can download the podcast, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. I just want to say I've been really great tonight. I have been. What, Chris? I have been. Here's Senator Brian Schatz. Well, I think we all have to understand that... uh, Severe weather events are going to get more frequent and more severe. And I just think this is the new normal for not just the state of Hawaii. By the way, I didn't even really want to play his soundbite. I just wanted to say his name, Brian Schatz, that his name is Senator Schatz. And I like to imagine, because he's a filthy commie piece of trash, I like to imagine how rough high school was for Mr. Schatz. P.E. was probably a tough go of it, I'll tell you that much. Hey, where's Schatz? Can you imagine how much fun... People had with that. Man, I wish I could have been there to bully him. Jesse, do you think we could be close to seeing the death of the Republican Party? At this point, we're lucky to even get even a strongly worded letter out of them in response to the communists' constant onslaught of tyranny. I'm personally well past holding my nose and voting for someone if all they offer is an R. If I did die, or if it did die, do you think the replacement would be worse or better? I'll tell you this. I am. I, I don't think it's about to happen, the replacement of the Republican Party, but I think we're about to see possibly the beginning of it happening. You know, I have this doomsday scenario I've been warning you about. Look, I know it's hard to hear, but I've been warning about this doomsday scenario I see potentially coming for 2024, where Trump is the nominee and then these Democrat swing states take him off the ballot. Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and don't think that's some far-fetched thing. They're already talking about it, okay? This is not my idea. They came up with it. They're already talking about it. And I think about how hard that's going to be for people to accept and what a bitter pill that's going to be for people to swallow. All people, no matter who they are, if you vote Republican, and let's say Trump turns out to be the nominee, whether you're a Trump superfan or not, and they just automatically make it impossible for him to win, because remember, it's impossible for him to win if they take his name off the ballot in swing states. Even with a big write-in campaign, he can't possibly win. Those states are always way too close. It's just not possible. If they make it impossible for him to win, what is the response from the right? Because there will be a response. When you take that step, And I don't want to do the old cliche crossing the Rubicon. Most people don't even know what that means. It's just something people say. But I don't want to do that. But if you take a step like that, nope, we're just going to take your nominee and we're going to remove him off the ballot. 
What's the response? And if the right doesn't get any kind of a response from the Republican Party, does that open a window for something else? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Cindy, Wisconsin, go. Hey, Jesse. Uh, just one question for you. Uh, as a former uh, limb, and I got red-pilled about 15 years ago, don't know exactly how or why, but all of a sudden I started seeing things for what they were. And it's just like once you start seeing them, you can't see them, right? And my question for you is I'm probably now – farther right than you. I mean, I am far right. And my question to you is, do you know how many, I'm serious too, <laughs> guns are my favorite thing. Although they were good for me before, they're great for me now. But my question to you is, um, what are your thoughts as to why former libs seem to go so far to the right? Just a question. Well, here's the thing. Why do the libs who were former libs why do they go so hardcore right? And to back up Cindy's point, I actually have many friends like this, many friends. I know many people like this. They were former commies, and now I, they, they really are to the right of me, if that's possible. They are, they are to the right of me. They are freaking bloodthirsty anti-communists. Why is that? Well, there's nobody, there's nobody, nobody who despises a cult and I'm not, I'm not calling communism a cult, although you could. There's nobody who despises a cult more than the person who was trapped in it and finds a way out, whatever the case may be. Maybe they were rescued. Maybe they just saw the light one day, whatever that may be. But once you come out of it, I can sit on the outside of a cult and hate it because I can look and I can say this cult abuses its people and this cult does this and that's a bad cult and I can hate it a lot, right? I can despise that cult. I will never, ever hate that cult the way the person who got out of the cult hates that cult because they had to live through it and they lost a time period in their life to the cult. That cult, I can hate it all I want, That cult didn't take something from me. That cult took something from them. And my conversations, the conversations I've had with my former commie friends who are now absolutely bloodthirsty right-wingers, it almost always comes down to that. They're, They're half, they're not ashamed, I don't want to say that, but they look back on the things they used to believe and the people who used to tell them those lies And I can hate that liar. I can look at that liar and I can hate them. But they look at that liar and they have a different level of hatred because they believed the lies at some point in time. They were trapped in it. And I hope that makes sense because that's that's the common theme I've found. And there's there's another common theme. And that's me talking too long and running out of time. So we're going to go ahead and do headlines tomorrow. All right. That's all. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.